stick with me, and you'll get all the conjugal visits. <laughs> Who did this to me? That's one secret I'll never tell. XOXO. Gossip Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't think of anything. Idiot. Hello and welcome to your daytime <laughs> Emmy award winning program. Shut up. Emmy? Whatever it is. Streamy. Oscars. We didn't want a streamy though. But it would be a streamy, right? I have no idea. Podcon? I award myself <laughs> this glittering title. Acclamation. Was it? Accommodate? Acclamation? Exaltation? Of, a, of being uh, the, the most privileged twink. Of all twinkdom. Of Utah. <laughs> That's in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're off the rails. Okay, this is Privilege Twinks. Thank you. Wait, why is mine so huge? Or I guess we were just screaming. Yeah. I'm looking at our sound waves. <laughs> um, anyway, we have news. Yes, we do. We were going to record this. We were going to record two episodes. We decided just to record one because today is Jen Shaw's sentencing and she got six and a half years. Yeah. Although I don't think that's, any, that's news to anyone who's listening to this. It's not, but... I'm sure everybody's heard that. I just mean, we, we... Oh, you want to just not say it? On the day it happened? No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, um, you called it right on the nose, though. You were like, I bet it would be, like, somewhere between... Okay, so Jen's, Jen's lawyers were saying three years. Uh, the prosecution was saying ten years, and she got six and a half, which mm-hmm. is literally the exact number in between the two. So... I didn't know it was that simple. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I guess it is. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem that, like, super long to me, honestly, for, I don't know, like, reading the victim statements, and some of them were saying that they've I don't, yeah. been hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and been, like, homeless, and mm-hmm. some one lady said she had two heart attacks because of the stress that she was on from after getting scammed, so... Yeah. I mean, she did say she's sorry to all the victims and that she is going to try her best to earn enough money to pay all of them back, is what she said. But she also said she was devastated for the victims, and I was like, no, honey, you're devastated because you got caught. Yeah. Because I mean, nothing she, stopped you. Right. She did not know what she was doing. Maybe she didn't know exactly the ramifications, like all ramifications that it was having. Maybe she lied to herself and said it can't be that bad, but she knew what she was doing. And there's no world where taking a hundred thousand dollars from one person is not that bad. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how this whole thing. I don't know if it was just. I think there was a group of people, and like they were all participating in this. So I don't know if she got if it, it like she knew one person had lost that much money type situation. But I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, because she might very well have, and she deserves to be punished. And I'm glad that these, not just her, but all these people involved are, you know, getting their comeuppance. Yeah, agree. So, Wait, how long did Martha Stewart, was she in jail for? It was very short. I want to say like a few, I don't even know if, I, well, like one, a, two, like three years maybe. It's, I don't know. It was very, the sentence I don't think was long. But tax evasion is insider trading, you know, things like there's a layers of, what I would say, in my opinion, would be, like, this deserves more punishment. And, like, okay, tax evasion is bad. Yeah. 
and is harmful to the public because of funding purposes. And that can directly impact people's lives depending on what it is. So it is important. But that's also different from, um, you know, I was just thinking, well, the, the reason I said that, money. the reason I asked that is mostly just because I was thinking, like, I feel like normally when you hear about a pretty high profile celebrity, I mean, I'm not saying she's super celebrity, but a lot of people know her. The franchise is well known, even if people don't know yeah, individual true. members. And so I was like, just thinking that this is maybe one of the longer sentences that I've seen an actual celebrity get. Yeah. And there's been a few people on Housewives who have been in a similar or in litigation over things. Yeah. But I think Jen is the first one that I can think of that actually, like, did the crime. <laughs> like, did it. Wait, what happened to Teresa? I don't know that story. I'm not... I don't remember exactly... She used to be married to this man named Joe Gorga, who... He was in construction, and I think he did something fraudulent in his business, or... I don't know if it was taxes, or if it was something with... It was money-related, and because they were married, and I think they were both... Like, they both owned the business. Teresa had signed Mm. papers. But she got a light sentence, if I remember correctly, because... It was clear that she didn't really know what was going on in the business. She just was signing things as part of it. So he uh, served a longer sentence and was eventually deported. That's what it was. Yeah. So she technically was involved in the crime. Although I think they went about demonstrating that she really didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Well, there's other big housewives news, too, that just happened yesterday. Rena. Oh my god. was that god. today? That well, was it was, it went to People yesterday or something. Or it was leaked or something happened. People Magazine exclusively said they can exclusively report that Lisa Rena won't be joining yeah, Beverly Hills. Official I know we're not talking about Beverly Hills, but it's a really big <laughs> Bravo Liberty for sure. Yeah. The end of an era, truly. You know, I think, honestly, what they probably realized was... Everyone is kind of scared of Rena, but she's also been sloppy with her plot lines recently, and I think they needed something to mix up the friend group dynamic. Because right now, it's literally like 4v4. Yeah, I agree. And I think they need to do something to throw someone else in there to like pit each other against each other, or just like take one out of the mix, everyone kind of hated her this season, and see how it changes things. Yeah. And, unfortunately... Also, I'm just... I was very over her whole... If I didn't say that Kathy stepped on her glasses, I was going to get cancer. Like, I, that didn't... That was... Uh, that was giving... Desperation. Mary Cosby vibes to me. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, um... TLDR. Jen Shaw's going to jail for ten, six and a half years. And, um... I will probably never see Lisa Rinna again. That she's no longer on the show. Because she's a bad person. Yeah. I agree. And she's bringing bad vibes all around the board this season, even before she's arrested. Finally, though, we do get a teaser for, I guess, well, next week is the finale, which is kind of shocking. Yeah, the shortest of seasons. For real. 
Although I know this is the end of the episode, but at one point she's in doing therapy and I was really annoyed because she was talking about how she feels like she might have screwed up her child yeah. with all this stuff that's going on. And, and I was like, and, and I'm like, maybe the fact that you're being a terrible example of a human, how they should act by stealing from people is not, maybe that's what did it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're guilty. I also, I feel like the therapist, well, okay, isn't that a thing that like, Legal therapists can't actually be on camera. Like, they won't get it filmed. So, if you ever see a housewife with a therapist, they're not, like, a licensed therapist. I have no idea. I can tell you. Someone told me that once. I mean... Could it, be a lie. Could be the truth. But I thought that therapist was giving bad advice. He's literally being like, you can't blame yourself. And I was like, I think it should be more of, like, you need to come to a point of forgiveness for yourself. But you did it. Whereas he kept being like, you're a good person. Like, he was, like, gassing her up. <laughs> Yeah, but you're also not a licensed therapist, so... Hmm. What do you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just I don't think therapists are supposed to do that. Like, be like that explicit and like, you're not bad. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not your fault. I'm like, it is. <laughs> Maybe you just tell her to like, like, work on forgiving herself instead of that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I do think it is wild that we're only getting... 14 episodes and then reunions which I think we'll probably only get like two don't you think? Yeah but they also had like a huge like unavoidable like two non-controllable issues one being at the start of filming which I think they had already started filming yeah Mary Cosby left the show right? Yeah Jenny had her whole Facebook thing so then I think they already may have had stuff for her and then she was gone Plus, I think and they then, only filmed for a short period of time because they were lining it up with Jen getting uh, the trial, and then the trial got pushed back two months. Yeah, and then they knew... I mean, when the filming started, Jen's still proclaiming her innocence. There's a chance that, like, she's not going to go, like, leave the show, leave the show. You know, and then partway yeah. through, we realize, oh, indeed, she will be... Um, She's pleading guilty. Well, I don't know what what point I knew that, but like, so basically, I, and then there was that thing with Dana. Remember, in like, like you said in the trailer, where, um, yes, they had some film that apparently, like, some footage that was gonna be in the show that Jen Shaw's lawyers had somehow had removed from the show. We're supposedly. not positive that they're re- it's removed, but everyone is saying like. It seems like it's been removed. There's like a rumor that's so, been removed. Oh yeah, that's and it. then in the next time on, they don't show it, and you would think that they would show. It. That's like one of the most dramatic things you can say. Dramatic, not traumatic things you can say to someone <laughs> that's about to go to court. Like you would think that you would, they would show that. Yeah. So maybe the maybe there's been legal issues and the you know. So, and if a lot of the plot lines were around what's going on, I don't you know with Jen, and maybe they were trying to be like sensitive to what's going on not just for her but for their own like network image yeah so maybe they were just like we got too much going on and this is just gonna be a short season i also okay well the first thing i was gonna say is like watching we i watched all of beverly hills i've watched all of i'm like trying to watch all of jersey no (laughs) atlanta and i'm trying to we already watched all of potomac and then probably next is jersey but what i will say is it was always, like, season one was, like, 12, 13 episodes. Season two was, like, 15, 16. And then season, like, once they get picked up for season three, they were always, like, 20-plus episodes 
for through the end of it. Yeah. So that's why it's a little weird to me that season two got so many and now season three we're backtracking. But it makes me wonder if they're going to maybe start doing this across the board with all the shows because I feel like every season that I've watched in the past three years, by the end of it, everyone is like fatigued. Yeah. They're like, how long can we draw this thing out? How long can we draw this trip out? How long can we draw Erica getting beat up by all her friends out and all this stuff? And I feel like the the trailers, the mid-season trailers, everything like hypes everything up. And then you just like sit in it for 12 more episodes. And then you're like really bored. Yeah. So I think... I wouldn't be surprised if kind of across the board they started just making it... The Shorter. editing be faster... More things happening per episode. Like, so many things happen this episode. Yeah. Um, like, just pulling the actual meat from everything that's happening, kind of like the early seasons did. Yeah. For every Some season. of those are too fast, so... <laughs> yeah, some of those were way too fast. But I feel like this is a good, like... It doesn't necessarily need to be a whole year of their lives or whatever. Or it doesn't need to be just a drawn-out fight at every single dinner, every episode, for eight episodes in a row about the same thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not mad about it if they don't have more to show. I am interested to see next week very much, like, the girl's reactions to her, and in the reunion, to Jen's arrest. Or, uh, guilty plea. Um, but with that, do you want to go ahead and get into the app? Yeah, duh. <laughs> okay. Speaking of beating a dead horse, we come back with Whitney saying, how'd you get the black eye to Heather? And um, Heather like keeps like looking at Jen the whole time, but she just does this thing where she's like, what are you talking I have a black eye? What? Yeah, obfuscate, confuse. She's like said a million different things about it now, so that yeah, um, there's just so many different, like you get confused on what she has or hasn't said. Yeah, really annoying. Deflect, deflect, deflect. And then Dana, just out the gate, is like, let's talk about Jen. <laughs> and I have an informant who told me that, like, they used to work for you, and now they're an informant, and it made me, like, scared to come on a trip with you, knowing what kind of things you do. Basically, like, calling her guilty. Yeah. And what did you, did you think this was inappropriate? No. But I think everyone... It's very different from what literally every other cast member is saying, like, is acting in the situation. And I think all of them know that Jen is guilty at this point. I just think that they are choosing to just say guilty until proven innocence because it is that thing of, like, well, if she is guilty, we never have to really see her again. (laughs) Yeah, and if she isn't and we said she was, well, then Then, that's going to be... Yeah, really bad for... Hard to fix. Yeah, for the friendship aspect so um but I also don't think that Jen can really get that upset about this because she literally like there are informants and there are people saying that and like someone who doesn't know you is obviously going to have those impressions of you she's just mad that someone brought it up yeah I mean I could understand if you were innocent and like this is something a big thing you're dealing with and then somebody's talking about it when you're trying to be on vacation it's like okay that's true but obviously she's not and also, you know, somebody saying contrary to what you're saying, if there's a lot of evidence out there. I don't know. I think, you know, sometimes people get on, like, manage their perception on a show publicly. But as she said, like, there's, 
you know, off camera, people know who you are, like how you treat people is still going to be out there. Yeah. And your castmates slash other people are going to hear about those things. Yeah. I think Dana was mainly just like being like, well, you come off as scary on the show, then I meet you in real life and you're immediately scary. And then also I've heard all these things about you. Like, obviously there's going to be a guard up. Yeah. And she was just explaining it. But I don't think she necessarily needed to explain it. Yeah. I also didn't like... I don't remember at what point in the episode this happens, but I didn't like the whole gray hair thing. I thought that was very, like... It happens... Jen runs away after they fight. And then she, like, says to one of... To Heather or Meredith who come follow her, Oh, even after, like, tonight when I gave Dana uh, hair dye because she had gray hair. And then it, like, shows Mm -hmm. Jen being like, You have gray hairs. Let's let's bleach him or whatever. Not bleach, but get rid of those. Yeah, which I thought was rude. I was like, it just looks fine. And also, yeah, I didn't want a. I didn't notice anything, and b. Like, just because you give someone a ten dollar box of hair dye doesn't mean that they can't say that they're scared of you because you are a scary person. <laughs> right, but it's also like a backhanded interaction. Yeah, that too. Like you're trying to put it off as you being thoughtful and really you're it was a read a dig yeah um so then yeah they all get up and they leave and then when they leave dana is just like don't you guys feel this way and they all kind of are like i think it's innocent till proven guilty but then whitney's like if she is guilty which makes you think she thinks she is but she's like if she is guilty (laughs) The, just the way she said it, she's like, I'm going to be like, I have to go in and like, I'm going to have to get prepared to have the, like all these conjugal visits. <laughs> Honestly, it's... Is it confidently incorrect? <laughs> it's funny imagining, like, let's just say she knew what it was. <laughs> just imagining her being like... I'm going to have to fuck Jen. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know I what I mean? <laughs> I wonder what she thought they, that I meant. Just like visiting your friend She probably prison. knows the word conjugal from a TV show. Like conjugal visits. And just and thought just I to, meant like prison visits. Yeah. And just thought that like every time the husband gets to like have sex with the wife or whatever. What? Well, I don't think she thought... I don't think she realized sex was involved. Right, but I mean, like, maybe she saw a TV show and they called something a conjugal visit and they also had sex and she just thought that you just get to have sex. And that all visits are called conjugal. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, who knows. But that was really funny. (laughs) I was like... They were all so taken back, too. Lisa was like, um, that's not what that is. (laughs) Um, then they all come back and they, like, I don't even know why they came back because they were just like, okay, we're gonna, we have a flight to catch in the morning and then they all left the table. So I don't know why they they came back just to be like, we're all gonna go leave again. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then that's really the end of the trip. So they come home to Salt Lake and they show like really quick establishing shots. Whitney is like meditating. Lisa is fishing <laughs> in a river. <laughs> that was f- I. I would never have thought she would do that. I got the fish. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. She's so joyous. <laughs> I got the fish. Oh my god. I'd like to do that. To go fishing like that. Uh-huh. I want to go like. I've always wanted to try fly fishing. I was literally gonna say that. Uh, literally, <laughs> the gayest form of fishing. 
I've been creek fishing and it's fun, but I've never been fly fishing or like we didn't have a net, which maybe we should have, but yeah. And all my <laughs> fishing experiences have been in Florida where there's prehistoric predators in the water. Oh, T. So it wasn't always my favorite thing to do. Mine were just like the biggest thing was like a catfish. Yeah. But I will say my brother was telling me, my brother does fish surveying sometimes and he was telling me that there's these like they wear these like backpacks wait were you there for this conversation i don't think so he was telling me there's like these backpacks that they wear uh, because they have to like catch the fish and like see what species it is to like determine if there's like um uh endangered fish in the water so then when people are building like bridges or things like that in the water Mm. then if it's endangered then it costs more money and they have to be more careful yeah if there's populations there and so in order to do that instead of just like catching them with hooks and stuff they're these backpacks that are connected to uh um uh thing (laughs) basically electrocutes the water but it's like a very small and so then the fish, like, freeze for a couple seconds, and then they can catch them with their hand, and then they can be like, oh, okay, it's this, and then put it back. Oh. But I was like, why don't fishermen do that? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my mom was like, it's probably illegal, which I'm sure it is. Every time we record, a cat throws up. Honestly concerning. <laughs> oh, just every time. Um, okay. It's because we got new food for them. Anyway, back to this. Um, Meredith is talking about her fashion show that she's going to have. And she's talking with Brooks and their daughter, Chloe. That sounds right. (laughs) I don't know if it's right. And Whitney texted her that she said she can't go because it's her, she's having her daughter's birthday, but she wants to donate. And Meredith's like, oh, that's nice. And then Heather hasn't confirmed if she's coming yet or not. Does she come? To where? The fashion show. I didn't. I don't remember her being there. I don't think so. She. I don't think she did. Um, and then basically Brooks is being like, most designers do this in like years, and I'm doing it in two days. I'm just being dramatic. But also, I'm like, why? Did, why are you having a fashion show if you don't have pieces and you're throwing shit together for two days? Who knows? You know what they looked like? He Merch. went to Walmart, bought white sweatpants and sweatshirts, and got those little printer paper that you can iron the designs onto clothes. Uh-huh. And he did that himself. And maybe he designed the, the, the design. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Sprookie. Anyway, basically her daughter's like, she's like, uh, Lisa Barlow's going to be there. I'm apprehensive. And the daughter's like, oh, if she comes over and talks to us, like, come rescue us from the garbage whore. Or come rescue. You're going to have to come rescue your garbage whore daughter. Yes. Meaning it didn't sit well with the children either. Yeah, meaning it's a topic of conversation every time they talk about Lisa, probably. Yeah. Um, Heather goes over to Angie H's house and she still has, like... Kind of a black eye, but not really. Oh, and they kept showing that dog's eye. The crusty? 
It wasn't just crusty. It was like pussy. Ew. <laughs> it was so pussy gross. Pussy and crusty. Pussy. <laughs> the dog was giving pussy. Ew. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> anyway, basically, Angie heard about Heather's eye from a Wild Rose event, which is interesting. They didn't show the event on camera, except in that tiny flashback, yeah. which you know they filmed the whole event. Yeah. I, it must have been, like, the whole cut the season short thing. It makes me wonder, though, like, if they write it into the beginning of the season that they get these parties, um, and if they're going to be on camera or not. Because it's like, last year's entire finale event took place at a Vita event, which you know got people to buy Vita. Yeah. So, you would think they would, like, if Whitney knows it's going to be on camera, then she would probably go all out for it. Mm-hmm. Which means she would spend more money, and then it's not even on camera. Right. So I wonder if they worked that out beforehand or not. Mm-hmm. Like, if she knew it wasn't really going to be. They get, like, some sort of budget for it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she finds out about the black eye, and she's like, do you know what happened? Do you remember it? And Heather says no. And then she names off, like, a list of people who she saw last, and then she names Jen last, and then Angie's like, this is Angie H., by the way. Says, like, will you ever... Or she's like, why did you say Jen last? And Heather's like, literally no reason. But Angie's trying to be like, it was Jen. Yeah. Um, And that's really all. Also, Angie really did miss the whole season from missing that, sh- that thing. Yep. <laughs> like, in my head, if there was still 20, ep- if there was 20 episodes, she, I was like, oh, she's going to be a big part of the rest. But no. She's out. This is it. Um, And... She she basically is like, is someone trying to? Are you trying to protect someone? And Heather says no. So which are lies? Obviously, yeah. Because later in the episode, she literally tells Whitney she remembers everything. Right. I don't understand. Like, what would you? How far would you push someone? Because none of them really want to, and I think that's probably right. But it's also very annoying. I it's just, also annoying that she's like, I would have told you, Whitney. Like, but we're not in a good place. Meaning, like, she can tell, she can tell people? Well, she said other people know. Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird to me, the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know why multiple people are, like, well, except for, but I was, I would be assuming if it was Jen Shaw, that maybe they were trying to cover it up because of her court case. But when she pled guilty, they could have said it then. But then maybe they were like, well, maybe she'll get a harsher prison sentence if this is a topic of conversation. But now she has a prison sentence, and we still don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I do think um, this is more on the masculine side of things, but, like, I have fraternity brothers who are best friends and who get drunk and have gotten in fights and given someone a black eye and they're best friends the next day. Again. And while that is toxic, I don't... I think it's like she knows it's bad. She decided to forgive her no matter what happened. Maybe Heather did something wrong too. Right. And then something Jen reacted or who knows. But there's a reason she's not. And I think like I guess it's okay if that's how you choose to live your life. But it seems very toxic to me. Yeah. And it's just annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at Whitney's house, not too much happens here. She's going through old pictures of herself when she was young And she, like, talks with her brother. And he basically is just saying, like, you can't dwell in the past. Like, it's good to remember it and be like, this thing happened. But, like, how can I use that and make 
differences in the future, which I think is good advice, but that's really all they show from that part. And then Jen, this is the part where Jen is talking to her therapist on the phone, and she just feels, she's like talking about the uncertainty of everything and how that's really like messing with her. And she said she's dealing with levels of, like, depression and anxiety again because they keep moving the case. And she's worried as a mom she's done something that's done... She's done something to Omar and, like, fucked up her kids, is what she says. She doesn't want to put her family through this. She has a lot of guilt. And he basically is saying, like, you need to hold yourself together for them. Which I think is true. I'm gonna be honest. I zoned out at this point because I didn't... I don't care. (laughs) Okay, and then we get to the fashion show. Um, she's saying she has like a lot of designers that are showing up, collections, including Brooks, and they show Brooks in the back, and he literally says to someone like, oh, yours isn't ready yet? I'm assuming they're doing like model fittings. And he's like, oh, yours isn't ready yet, but don't worry, it's just sweatpants and a sweatshirt. <laughs> and a zip-up. <laughs> a zip-up, yeah. zip I'm like, that's not fashion. Mm, if you don't why, even have to size why, it. But also, why is it not ready yeah, because, oh, because um, Chloe's pissed. in the back fucking ironing on the, the logos. <laughs> yeah. And now that we're here, I also don't like the logo or whatever it is. You can't read it. It looks really weirdly shaped for a, to be on a leg. Yeah. You don't have a giant round circle logo on a leg. Listen, I don't begrudge anybody getting their coins. And if somebody's willing to buy that, good for them, good for him. You know, but I don't get... Is is it design? I don't know. Design by Custom Ink. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's like saying, okay, if you made... If you just wanted to sell t-shirts out of your house, you know, and you, like, drew a pattern and you made t-shirts, like, are you a designer because you made your own shirts? I mean, technically, yes. But you also are, like... It's not, like, the hardest thing to make a shirt out of cotton. To me, so designing then like... fashion is deciding how it lays on someone. How it... What, like... Does it have ruffles? Is it, like, I, I don't... Like, you're designing a new thing that doesn't exist in the world. You're not putting a logo on a t-shirt. Right. Putting a logo on a t-shirt is fine. You are a t-shirt designer. You design patterns for t-shirts short but you're not a fashion designer yeah you are a merch seller <laughs> a mercher <laughs> you are an you were on etsy yeah i mean just putting like your name on a ribbon and like stitching it in Into a horizontal line existing... across something right it's not also it's like you're even if it's like a suit or something, at least fashion houses, like, you can tell that there's, like, a particular cut, a way that they, yeah. like, put it all together to execute, like, a look, whereas... Which that, maybe he did that for the blazer one, and maybe he did that for the little sequin dress. They just look dress. like normal stuff. They look like normal blazers. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit, but for the most part, I just don't... It's, a, it's not making yourself look good to call it fashion design. In a fashion show. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And and I don't judge Meredith for trying to, you know, put her son up for attention. Like, that's to be expected. Yeah. But I just, I don't, 
It's embarrassing. Again. Kinda. <laughs> Anyways. And the fact that she's like... We'll just leave it at I don't understand. We'll leave it at a soft toot. No. Who? Oh, it's... No. <laughs> a soft boot. Yeah. <laughs> They're not awful, but it's also like you're not doing anything. But, but if you make money doing that, then why not? He does make money doing it, and that's great. Right. He makes money selling his merch because he's a public figure. Yeah. Great. That's not a fashion designer. Right. Okay. How many... You know Meredith's counter of... She's not mad. My counter uh, is how many times I just say fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> but is it fashion? What is it? Is fashion. It fashion? What is it? Fashion! It's fashion. It's... But... It, it's not. And anyway, I thought that the counter was funny because she was clearly mad. And I'm glad at the end, Angie said mad. she was, oh, she's not mad. <laughs> she could have got away with it two times. But after that, it was like, mm, you are mad. She, maybe she was a little tipsy or something. <laughs> I'm not mad. But if you talk about my family. I'm just disappointed, but I'm not mad. Yeah, also. Clichéest line in the book. Uh, truly. Like, they're not your children. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. She's also like, I wasn't talking shit. I was just talking about a public filing. So like, how dare you? But that's literally, if if somebody else is talking about your business, if something was public knowledge, then you would get pissed. Yeah, but also nobody else is like digging through SEC filings. So. True, yeah. No one else knew about it until she brought it up. Right. Uh-huh. Clocked. The intention was to make Lisa's health business health a topic of conversation yeah which fine go for it girl yeah well maybe maybe Brooks's fashion was to also start a conversation our conversation about how it's not fashion <laughs> no I just mean he probably got a lot of like talk chatter about it online and then he's doing it again but this time for mental health awareness so maybe it's not a bad thing yeah I just mean, it's got us talking, baby. Baby gorgeous. Baby what's gorge. she, what's she, yeah, that's what, that's what she calls her kids in those, right? Who? Lisa? Baby gorgeous? Know. Yeah. Um, okay. The, so they do the, they do, they have that conversation, right? And then this is all before the, before the fashion walks out. Uh, and Jen is talking to Coach Shaw and they're basically like, we have this check for Angie K. She, like, sent us an invoice and all this stuff, and it was, like, $13,000. Basically, there was, like, a really weird interaction where they're all just, like, I just, like, wish we could, like, I don't even care about the money. I just want to be friends. But then, like, she took the check, so I'm, like, clearly you do care about the money. And then they were just, like, it's just more important that we're, like, friends and family. And then immediately. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In her confessional, she's, like. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to take this straight to the bank and deposit it before Jen's accounts are shut down. Yeah. Or frozen. frozen by the federal government. Yeah. Uh, it, it, insert Karen Huger saying sing sing and clink clink bitch. <laughs> it makes me wonder if they shot the friend of's ones like after Jen was sentenced. Or pled guilty. I bet. I could see that. Because theirs are all very like. Aggressive. Yeah. And none of the other girls are. And, and this is coming from Angie who like. The same episode said the innocent till guilty thing. Yeah. I feel like uh, if you haven't watched, they do have like little after shows now for all of them. And they are very, they're kind of like, 
It's nice because it's kind of like, it's not a reunion, but sometimes there's multiple housewives that are sitting there and like, they just talk about things after. So you kind of get reunion type commentary, but they're not all together. So the confrontations aren't happening. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like... I feel like they purposely pair them they do. Yeah, with yeah. people that aren't going to start conversations because they just want it to be more like a recap podcast. Yeah. Um, so I think she said, Angie on the after, sh- on that part said that the, she kind of went through a process, a journey when after Jen pulled, poured the drink on her head where, and then she confronted her about the money, like in a way that she wasn't planning to, but she was emotional and then she started to, because of that, she started to notice patterns of, like, behavior and lying that she hadn't really paid attention to. And so, I think over time, I think it was just, like, a gradual process of Angie, like, some people can drop a potato when it's hot and some people, like, have gloves on and have to slowly put it down. I think she, like, sort of semi-slowly put Jen down. And now we're at a point where she's gotcha. just, like, she's gotten over Jen. But I think at this point in time, she was still working through her feelings about it. Um, but I really didn't like this whole, I didn't like this whole scene. One, because it's very, like, manipulative and performative. Yeah. Like, if you owed somebody money, it's clear that she was like, oh, I owe you money? Okay, well, I'm gonna bring it to a public event with cameras, and everybody's gonna see... A check. Everybody's gonna see me, me, the person going through this, all this stuff, woe is me type thing. Like, not, Jen is the woe is me character, and then I'm going to give you all this money because even though you're rich, because you're being petty about asking for it. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I, I always liked Coach Shaw. And this is the first time that I was like, because he was participating in this buffoonery. Yeah. And because the whole like, oh, they were hurt by it. But you had like, if you either knew that they were going that you didn't, that you were going to pay, but you didn't, and you were okay with it, or you didn't realize that you didn't pay for it. And so if it's the first one, then you're an asshole along with your wife. Yeah. And if it's the second one, then saying that you're hurt doesn't, like, make sense. Because you should be like, I'm really, it would be more like, let's make it right, I didn't realize. That's not what we're getting. He kept saying, I'm hurt. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he said it multiple times, but it was like, it doesn't matter. The point is that it makes it me feel like he was in on the mess. And that's the first time where I've been like, oh. Yeah. Everyone on Twitter was kind of saying that too. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't know that, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I understand why, because it was very like, this is a, a this is gross. Yeah. So, but Angie did say in the after show too that she eventually did, she didn't cash for like two days but then she did oh interesting um, and it did clear it did clear, <laughs> it did clear. <laughs> she also tweeted and was like was like Coach Shaw's party was cute the theme was cute but it's not cute that he had to pay for it something like that yeah uh. um okay so then the fashion line walks and then Jen says she wants to buy the blazer with the tags on it okay <laughs> Um, and then Meredith is like, see, he can show more than one tracksuit this time. And I wrote down three tracksuits. Three. (laughs) And everyone is like performing, saying that it's good. 
Like, it was so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Ugh. I mean, well, you have to do that, but still. Right. It was nice, though, that they, <clears throat> um, this nugget is also from the after show, because Heather was with Meredith, and they were saying that it's nice. I think Heather has a foundation, or is involved with a foundation that was set up after uh, somebody they know committed suicide. Mm. Um, but this one being set up like in a hopeful situation, like it's nice that there's a charity that's around, like sort like an actual happy ending. Oh, um, and I didn't really think of that when it was happening, but you know, it is like he early preventative whatever happened. Um, you know. Came out on the other can, side, exactly. And now is advocating that you like you can you too can do this. It's not like an after right. Effect. It's like not the person that that instigated the charity is like not dead, right? Because that like, makes sense. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but and it's nice, and it's nice to see that you know because some people just don't have like strong relationships with their siblings when they're older, and it seems like Meredith and her family are on. Her extended family are very close, which is nice to see. Yeah. I do feel like... Uh, I mean, they probably raised a ton of money, too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, then... I guess that's really all that happens at the party. Yeah. It was kind of... It's weird to Incident-free, me... which I guess is good. Yeah. Well, especially because a lot of times on Housewives, they're always like... Now remember, we're going to put all of our, like, things aside and, like, we're going to... Not be messy. Not be messy. Like, it's not about us tonight. And then always, they always fight, like, during these events like this. Or during, like, birthday parties or whatever. That's, like, a night that you're not supposed, like, to make things about you. They always make them about them. Yeah. So it was good to see that that didn't happen. Lisa was very... Kind of like didn't try too hard to be talking to Meredith and her family. 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 Um, <clears throat> she also tweeted today that she is never going to wear Balenciaga ever again after the whole scandal. But I guess people probably, that meant people were coming after her because literally she was wearing a two piece set that just said Balenciaga all over it. I know, but it's not her fault. Like these are filmed yeah. months ago. I know, but clearly people. We're saying, like, we're being like, how dare you wear that, blah, blah, Because she had to, like, tweet about it today. Yeah, well, she should have said morons. <laughs> it was funny, though, because she took, you know, like, how they showed the glam photos? How Meredith was kind of, like, backhanded, like, Lisa just wants to come to these events because she wants to take Do pictures her little, for her Instagram. Uh-huh, have selfies. They, they showed that photo, and that's, like, one of the exact photos from that photo shoot. Lisa just took it and, like, used a white, like marker on your phone and just like scribbled out all of the Balenciaga words but like still posted the picture (laughs) she scribbled out the actual (laughs) logos on her clothes no no on her iPhone she scribbled over it but still over her clothes yeah but like just over the Balenciaga letters there's so many it's all the whole thing (laughs) yeah so it's basically just a picture of her with like White scribbles from the neck down. Oh my god. <laughs> She's so quirky like that. I'm quirky. Um, so then we get Heather going over to Whitney's house. And honestly, this part annoyed me. She like 
immediately comes up to the door and was like, normally I would just walk in. Oh, but, I don't remember that. You know, I guess I have to ring the doorbell. And then she walks in. You were more butthurt about it. <laughs> it was just like, it was like, oh, here we go. Like, I thought maybe they were going to have a nice conversation and immediately Heather's like, I guess we're, since we're on a friend break, I, can't, I have to ring the doorbell. Yeah. Even though cameras are already in the house and outside of it. Like, she's just being performative. Yeah, but also, you can let somebody have their feelings about a friendship that's no longer... Like, if she's go over there for years, and now they're in a bad space, she's gonna comment on it. Let that woman have her feelings. No, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening. (laughs) Just kidding. So then, Bobby Rose, it's her birthday, and Heather gives her a little gift, and Whitney's, like, making really weird eye contact with her the whole time. Um, and they go outside to talk. And this is, so basically Whitney says that she feels bad about the eye. Um, and Heather said that she didn't know she cared because the friendship break was a stab to her heart. And this is the part that I do agree with Heather on where she keeps, she's saying, she's basically saying the friendship break, like, you that needs to be a mutual decision type of thing and if it isn't then you can't expect us to just to go back to normal when you want to like it was like heather felt really shitty about it because she didn't know that's what that whitney was thinking that they were on such bad terms they had to take a break yeah and then you can't just find something out like that and then just be like okay we're back to friends yeah because whitney wants to be mm-hmm. oh. i feel like <clears throat> I feel like this was good and bad. I feel like it was closure. It felt like... It feels like this is, like, just where they... Because all season has been like, oh, are they going to make up? Or, like, will they patch things up at the reunion? And this is, like... The friendship is, like, no more. Not the same, yeah. At, well, maybe not no more, but, like... When you break something, it's broken. And it's never the same strength again. Yeah. It's never as strong as before. Except for arms, I think. But I... <laughs> But, I mean, that's kind of true. It's a little, like, not applicable to everything. But I think that people can go through things and then come out stronger for it. So I don't know if I would agree with that. But I think what she's saying is that she doesn't feel like that's what's happening. The thing that I think is hypocritical with this is if Heather really felt like her and Whitney were going to be, like, friends forever and, like, nothing was going to come between them and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, her, Whitney, basically, her and Heather having kind of, like, arguments back and forth the whole season is a break, but, like, like is worth breaking off a friendship and it's never going to be the same, but Jen literally punching you in the eye. Yeah. And you're going to immediately be, like, right back to loyal and all the, all the things Jen has fucking said and done about you in the past and you're so ride or die still, quote unquote, but yet... You and Whitney have been, like, basically just kind of arguing all season, and Whitney was like, I think maybe we need to take a break, and then, so now, like, Whitney's the devil. I think what, what the crux of it is, is that Heather, so, okay, for example, Heather and Jen have been on good and not so good terms over the years. Jen may say things about Heather or about or to Heather's face or about Heather to other people that upsets Heather. Heather has does has said that she's done the same. 
So then I think she views it as like it is its own separate. It is kind of toxic, but it's not like they are like BFFs. They just kind of oscillate on this thing and that's the space that they're in. And Whitney and Heather are close. BFF, BFFs, the trust is there. They're on this show together. Like not only in their real lives, but like on this show, they are a, a, in some terms a team yeah. that can rely on each other when all these things are going on. Yeah. And uh, well, hello, madam. <laughs> the dog always gets a little antsy around this time once we've been filming for too long. So if you hear a little jingle jangle, it's her collar of the jingle dangle. Yeah. I feel like... Wait, I had... Oh, sorry, go ahead. And so... Okay. Where was I at? You were saying... I was waxing they were the poetic. Team, they were the team. Right. So, they're a separate thing. And... The difference between Jen and Heather... Or, and Whitney... Is that Whitney... In attempting to make peace or forward progress with Lisa used Heather. Yeah. And Heather does not like... So not only did Whitney use Heather in an attempt to, like, move forward with somebody, that somebody happened to be somebody who Heather really does not get along with or see die die with and has not since the beginning of the show. Yeah. So I think Heather viewed it as sort of a double betrayal in that she used her and that in a public way that made her uncomfortable, whether she knew about the rumors or not. Whitney did not have to bring her into that. And second, it was for Lisa's defense. Or because yeah. of Lisa. Yeah. It Yeah, it was kind of like... I think this whole season, Heather also was just kind of like, we're the ones that are supposed to be buddy buddies, and now you are with Lisa. Right. So. Well, they agree to leave bad weather... To move on from bad weather and give each other space. Yeah. That's how they end it. And then we get the next time on the season finale. Heather unveils her book. Um, Also, someone on Twitter photoshopped her book to say, instead of bad Mormon, they just photoshopped it to say, bad (laughs) storyline. Just the book part, though. I mean, like, the book part was a bad storyline. It was weird that they talked no, about they mean, it. they mean like Heather had oh, a bad storyline this season. Yeah. It was weird that they talked about the book at the beginning and then they just never brought it up again. And then it's her revealing the book. I, yeah, Remember like... It is weird. They mentioned it and then the next episode they were like... She was like, I'm really stressed out. I'm not meeting my deadlines because I don't want to... Like, I wanted to do this book and now I'm not sure I want to do it. I don't know what to say and I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing. And ruin the family and, relationships. And then there was like... Wasn't there a clip about the editors being like... You may lose the book deal if you don't do this, but I don't know if they ever showed that. And yeah. then nothing. And now at the end is like, here's my book. <laughs> and they didn't show anything with her family. Yeah. So it's just, I wonder if they planned on having a longer season and for extenuating reasons, they like cut it all down. Yeah, maybe. Um, then Angie is saying that she thinks that Heather is having a sexual relationship with Jen. No. I mean, yeah, that's what she said, but... (laughs) Ridiculous. And then... Well, I mean, anything's possible, but I really don't see that being the case. And then Jen is in... She keeps saying the trial has been pushed five times. 
Um, and then they're like, it's fucking happening. And then it shows her in New York with Meredith and Heather. And it seems like Jen goes to court. And while Jen's in court, Meredith and Heather get lunch. Yeah. And they're talking about it, like what's going to happen. So that's probably going to be very tension filled because they're just waiting to see what the verdict is or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember, but I think... I'm not 100% sure, but I think I remember them saying they, like, most of them haven't talked to her since that happened. That mm. Well, Meredith is saying that, uh, basically, if Jen truly is guilty, then that's horrible for the victims. Kind of, to me, it's kind of being like, well, if she's guilty, that might be it. Yeah. And then, um, they show that Jen is going to take the guilty plea, and then they have that clip of that guy saying, are you going to go to jail for 11 years? She's just so stupid. She, how is she going to know? Right. <laughs> That's like literally the worst interview question you could possibly ask. I think they just say things like that to get a rise out of people. Yeah, I guess so. TMZ mm-hmm. type stuff. Because any sort of response they get could could potentially be viral content. Yeah. To me, the storyline is going to kind of wrap up with everybody uh, because we kind of wrapped up Bad Weather. We Heather's going to wrap up the book. Um, Lisa hasn't really had a storyline this season, uh, except I guess with Meredith and they're probably going to be like, I don't think there's going to be any resolve there. And then it's going to show Jen getting, taking the guilty plea and them in New York. And then it's going to be kind of like fade to black. And then I think, I feel like each of them are going to do like a talking head interview about how they feel. Or maybe all four of them will meet and talk about how they feel. And then that's going to be the end of the season. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you're right about that. So, well, I think I have been hearing a lot of people saying that the season is bad, blah, blah, blah. I think you just can't have three, you're just not going to have three perfect seasons every time. But I don't think the season was bad at all. Like, there's been juicy moments. There's been good fights. There's been the tension of knowing Jen's going to go to jail the whole time. There's been, I don't know, I like it. Lisa, Lisa changed. Heather changed. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as people are making out. I think I do think that it was a miss in some of the the pointlessness of some of it. The you know, I don't think anybody really wanted to see Heather and Whitney break up yet. I don't yeah. think you know. I, don't so even, that I was still un- don't want to see that. Yeah, it was unexpected and also not pleasant. And also Heather's being weird about that and Can about I? the black guy and Whitney's kind of being like weird about it and like. Also, they literally teased that black eye from day one, and then it's still teased. Like, it's still not, nothing is Right, and they shouldn't have done that. Like, just if you're not going to talk about it, then don't talk about it. I mean, or, like, they could have highlighted the fact that she doesn't want to talk about it, but, like, just continually harping on it. It's like, oh, Yeah. She's never going to say it. Like, leave it alone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I feel like this, I liked this episode because I like, I like kind of how they jump up around, and it's like... It's kind of more individual and, like, about how everybody is feeling. Well... I think sometimes you need those episodes. Yeah, I agree. And I really... This episode... The past couple... I, I have, people haven't been talking about Dana, but I like Dana. If she stay on the show, I'd be happy. Yeah. I could take... Angie, I think, could be good for the show, although I could take it or leave it. That TikTok that we were watching last night was saying that the, what the show is missing is, like, the person that is the show. Like, the person that is the through line. They were saying the messy but authoritative. Yeah. Willing to get in the drama. And kind of like the leader of the pack. But the boss. 
Yes. The Bethany Frankels, the Lisa Vanderpumps, the... It kind of reminds... I mean, I also kind of feel like Kyle Richards a little bit. Yes. She's not as messy. She tries not to be as messy. No, she's more... She's less... Her her boss, Messi's levels are lower than some other people's. But she has enough to... Like, she's still a leader in the show. and But she doesn't get too messy. Yeah. But she's got enough going on. Whereas this show, no one is really the leader of the pack. Maybe you could have said it was Jen first season. But not anymore, I don't think. It just... It does kind of feel like, what are we doing here? Like, we yeah. need someone to be telling us what we're doing here. Yeah. So. Well... I am happy about it. I don't think I would be... I would not be mad if any of... All three of these girls, friends of, came back, honestly. I mean, Angie H, take it or leave it. Angie K. Take it or leave it. Really? Yeah. You're more take it or leave it She's for got, her than I mean, she could be fun, I guess. But also, I'm not like, eh. I think Dana She's actually... She's got tons of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, what does she actually... Bring? I think Dana isn't maybe what the show exactly needs. But I like that she is... Uh, more down to earth. She is not afraid of confrontation. She says how she's she feels. Generally right when she's talking about things. True. Which we love that we love a correct queen. She just seems a little timid even when she's doing it though, you know? Maybe, but I could give that to somebody who's their first time on reality TV. True. You know, but true, some people do come out swimming faster on that front. I would be fine with her coming back. Okay. But I but I also think they do need Someone needs to either step into that role or they need to find someone who can fill that role. But as of right now, they need someone to be, yeah, the leader of the pack. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to leave it today. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening. Um, You can rate and review us. That's always great for getting us some new listeners as well as sharing it with your friends who also watch the show. Um, we also, if you're listening on Spotify, I put up a Q&A and a poll every week. So go ahead and respond to those. If you, we see them, we, I get an email notification every time someone responds. So, um, that's kind of a fun way we can communicate with each other. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Travis. And thank you so much. Goodbye. And this has been Privileged Twinks. Privileged Goodbye. Goodbye.